Brothers and sisters, welcome to day 26 of our Advent journey. Uh, one of the last days, tomorrow being our last day of our journey, it's been wonderful to be with you these days, reflecting on In the School of the Holy Spirit by Father Jacques Philippe and about the power of the inspirations of the Holy Spirit to make us holy when we're faithful to them. Yesterday, we spoke about how experience is very important to acquiring the spiritual sense which will develop in us from from knowing the ways of God in our own life. And that experience will help us to, to find clarity at times with inspiration. This is just the way God leads us. It's almost like a human law of the spiritual life that God will lead us by way of trial and error to, to learn his ways as he fathers us into being his sons and daughters of the gospel, sons and daughters of the kingdom. Today, we wanna to speak about that other criterion called discernment of spirits very much popular in the Ignatian tradition of by the Jesuits, uh, St. Ignatius of Loyola, but by no means just limited to that school of spirituality. It's there from the very beginning in the Desert Fathers in many ways and, and in many of the other great traditions of the church. But the, the general rule here is that the Holy Spirit, when 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 we engage the Holy Spirit, when we live in the Holy Spirit, when we make decisions that are inspired by the Holy Spirit, they produce the infallible signs, you could say, of of peace, of joy, of of you know tranquility of spirit, of what Father Jacques Philippe called that sense of light, the light of Christ, and 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 yet the 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 fruits of the evil spirit of of, of Satan of of fallen spirits will always produce agitation. Uh, at times, the the wrong kind of anxiety that comes from a lack of trust and faith. Uh, trouble, you know, sadness, confusion, darkness. These signs, if they follow and accompany um, particular decisions or inspirations, then they may come from the evil one or our fallen human nature. And so, it's, so sometimes these are these this this general rule about what the Holy Spirit produces and what comes from the evil one can can help us. But it's a little bit more complex too in reality because sometimes the Holy Spirit may provoke a sadness in our heart or a lack of peace in our heart to repent in view of repentance. So someone who has been far away from the faith, the Lord may provoke um, by bringing things to light, not so much by causing the sadness itself directly or or, or instilling it, but, but maybe highlighting things in their life that then when calls to mind by the mind or the soul, that person is troubled in view of searching for something better. So this is in one way in which the Lord may provoke this situation as a way of healing. You know, so, but out of all the marks of the good above the Holy Spirit is the mark of peace, a deep, deep peace. But again, in practice, sometimes, you know, we, when the Holy Spirit is asking us to do something, we could experience turbulence, not so much because of the Holy Spirit, but because of our resistance to the Holy Spirit, because of our fears. And we know that we're all psychological and complex beings and so sometimes when God's asking us to do something our humanity is afraid it's frail we we, we we can't see things and it calls for great trust and that's hard for our humanity and so certain inspirations of grace then will be met with resistance within us whether or not we're aware of it or not you know Father Jacques Philippe says that if an inspiration comes from the devil or from our ambitious, selfishness, exaggerated need, 
for being recognized by others and so forth, and we consent to it, it can never leave our heart in total deep peace. Any peace it does bring will only be superficial and will soon dissipate to be replaced by disturbance. We may refuse to acknowledge this disturbance and relegate it to the depths of our minds, but it is still there, ready to reemerge at the moment of truth. And so sometimes we're very good at killing our conscience, quieting our heart so that we know we want to do something right. And we look for excuses from people. We look for like permissions from people to do wrong. So therefore, you know, to, to kill the voice of God in our soul. But that is always there and disturbs and lurks. When we don't live in the will of God and, and live in, in blessed situations, we experience great, great anxieties and constant things that that rob, seek to rob our minds and hearts of peace. I'm not speaking about the trials of the just or people who are trying to live in a state of grace and experience the trials of life that the Lord will send to perfect them so that they could cling to God more. I'm talking about the ones where people do know what they know that they're doing something wrong and that they lack that peace. An important point then is a divine inspiration can disturb us to begin with, but to the extent that we do not refuse it, but open ourselves to it and consent to it, little by little, it will establish peace in us. And I think this is the general rule, this, this, this mark of peace, that after a decision has been made with the best will in our heart to, to follow thinking it was God's will, um, if it leads to deep peace, that, that persists. And even though there might be fears on the upper levels of the soul, but deep down there is this peace, then that's a good, clear sign that that inspiration is probably from God. So brothers and sisters, may the Lord bless you and may he fill you with the peace as a sign that you are in his will, if you are in his will.